Hey everyone, Kanisha here, owner and motivational speaker of Speaking Queen Services. This week's topic, relationships. I figured I'd go ahead and talk about this because it's something I'm working on um, for this summer's workshop. So, um, And it's something that keeps being brought up, so I might as well just go ahead and do an episode about it. And uh, when I say relationships, I don't mean just significant other, spouse. I mean every type of relationship you encounter in life. Um, a co-worker, parents, spouse, significant other, siblings, the list goes on. So... Um, let me just go right into saying, like I've always said, your your self-esteem and your relationship with yourself and how you were brought up and the people that raised you, your relationship with them, that plays a huge role in how your relationships are going to be in the future. And I heard that a lot growing up and I just rolled my eyes and I was like, whatever, you know, because it just, I figured whatever, you know, my experience is going to be different than your experience. And that is true. Um, sometimes your relationship can be horrible with your parents or whoever raised you. And, but then you have successful relationships moving forward. So just because you might have had a rough start or, um, it's not a very functional relationship you have with family members and things like that doesn't always mean you're going to have, uh, let's say, um, what's the word toxic relationships in the future. So mainly it's just being able to look at the relationships that didn't last like friendships, um, even siblings and, um, loved ones and things like that, like being able to move forward from that. And, um, and it's hard when it's family members because it's family. You think that that's forever, but there are times where you really have to cut family loose and, um, and just really look at the whole picture to see if it's more of a positive situation or negative. It's draining or uplifting. Um, you need nothing but positive, uplifting people in your circle and having people who are negative, who nitpick who um, just really has nothing but negative uh, negative vibes going. It, you don't need that. And, and it doesn't mean that you don't continue respecting the people that are doing that, especially if it's a parent or um, loved one. It's mainly just learning the lesson, being able to still care about that person, but you don't have to really have that everyday um, interaction. Um, like I've said before, you can love someone from afar, even if that relationship is not the strongest, you could still have that respect for them, have that love for them. So it shouldn't really be like an all or nothing. Um, I myself, if you haven't noticed on the picture there, um, I figured that that was a perfect picture when it comes to relationships with me. Uh, my relationships are pretty much like that's different emotions. Um, I I'm like, that's a summary of how I am when it comes to relationships. I have pretty dysfunctional um, upbringing and I had a very uh, dysfunctional view on relationships. I either, feel, I either thought that it was going to be like this fairy tale situation or um, I was comfortable with it being toxic based on my experience, um, my personal experience as well as growing up. So it, it was just kind of like that way or another um, being and this is something I don't really like talking about too much because there's a stigma and there's people who just kind of put you in that box once it's out, but whatever. I'm comfortable in my skin at this point. Um, borderline personality disorder. And uh, what that means is pretty much in my in my case is that it's kind of all or nothing thinking and I'm pretty good at sabotaging relationships. And if I if I have that negative mentality from jump, um, I'm waiting, I'm pretty much waiting for the other shoe to, uh, to drop. If it's going really great, it makes me nervous. Um, I will find ways to sabotage it. Um, the, the list goes on and it took me a while to realize how bad it was. Cause I didn't think it was that bad. I, I was still learning about it, 
you know, once I had the diagnosis and I didn't think it was impacting my life that much. And I, I figured it was just my personality. I was just the type that I love to be around people, but I love to recharge and have my me time. And at the same time, I don't want someone too close. So I just figured that was just me, that it wasn't a diagnosis. And um, apparently that was a huge part of it. And then I couldn't really maintain friendships at the time. So um, now I am very thankful for the healthy relationships I've had in the last couple of years, actually, especially with the last couple of losses I recently had. So um, it's great to... It's great to have people in your corner when you are dealing with personal struggles like myself with that and having people in your life that accept that that's who you are. So, you know, when I have my moment where I'm like, hey, I just want to be alone. I don't really want to talk right now. Um, they understand. But then I got to the point where I figured that was pretty selfish. Um, it took, like I said, it took me a while to get to that point. Um that even if I'm in this funk or I'm in this all or nothing mindset, um, I need to still be there for my friends. So it was really hard to balance that, um, balance relationships. If it wasn't what I wanted, it was just kind of like, what's the point? It was all or nothing. So it's like, that's the thing that is pretty much borderline personality is all or nothing. I mean, some, if you do your homework on it, it says, um, about suicidal stuff and things like that. And I didn't have too much of that. It was more of, um, being told that, being told that I was a mistake basically and always questioning my existence was my thing, but it wasn't, but I never really wanted to like hurt myself or, um, feel like I would be better off not here because I've always had loved ones that motivated me um, to never go there, I guess. So I think it really was my support system um, when things really went down like that. So the point of this, me telling you this, is that my views on relationships has seriously changed from just 10 years ago, let alone just the last couple of years. And I do have healthier relationships now. And it's kind of weird because I'm so used to dysfunction. And a lot of that dysfunction was from what I just thought was normal and what I thought was just what was. And my point of this is that you can have a diagnosis or you can just be the type that just grew up in a dysfunctional family. It doesn't matter what your background or your story is. If you have a certain mentality when it comes to relationships or this romantic um, ideal or whatever the case may be when it comes to romantic relationships, at least, or how a parent's supposed to act or treat you, um, et cetera, if that person doesn't meet those standards, then in most nine times out of 10, there's going to be fights, there's going to be um, dysfunction, and it's just going to be a cycle. So mainly just really seeing what you bring to the table, like I've kind of started um, posting on Facebook, is really taking a hard look on, at yourself and realizing what you're bringing to the table um, to not fall into the victim role um, because it's so easy to do that. Like, oh, they just don't understand me. And maybe they don't. But sometimes that's just the case. Like you run into people in your life. Um, every person you meet is, does not mean they're going to be there for the long run and you're going to have seasonal people and you're going to have people there for the whole, like the whole journey. So, um, it's mainly just really looking at the whole picture, seeing what you bring to the table, seeing things that you need to work on. And that's every relationship. Like I said, it's not just romantic or, uh, family, it could be coworker, um, everything, because it, it really plays a huge role in every part of your life. Um, like I said, work, school, 
um, just everything. It's just, you're going to have to have some type of relationship, um, really viewing what your, what your mentality is when it comes to relationships. So I guess that's kind of what I want you to do, just kind of do some self-reflection and find, figure out what are your habits? What are some patterns that you notice in your past relationships or current relationships that you didn't notice before? What are some things about yourself that you see when you are in a romantic relationship? Or do you switch roles when you're with family? Like you're this independent, crazy, colorful person. But then when you're with family, um, you're that five-year-old that um, it was pretty sheltered. You go into that mode. So what are you like when in your different relationships? Do you switch? Do you stay the same? Um, are you, yeah, are you versatile when it comes to um, different relationships and um, the role that you play when it comes to that? And just looking at the bigger picture, because at the end of the day, people who want successful relationships, all types, they have to really look at themselves and work on the things that would sabotage the relationship in order to move forward. You got to work on the things and you have to be realistic with yourself. So really doing some self-reflection, really see what you bring to the table, really see the things that could be an issue. See if you bring baggage from another relationship because people, people are pretty known for that. You don't know you're doing it, but if you're so used to a certain way, especially if you had a long-term relationship or you're used to long-term relationships, um, or you had a really toxic relationship with family and then you get into a relationship, a romantic one, you bring those things into whatever relationship, that next relationship, whether um, it's that or even a employer-employee relationship. If you don't trust people, then obviously you're not going to trust your boss is like the least person you're going to trust. So every relationship is different. Um, there's boundaries, obviously, with every relationship as well. Um, I'll be going into all of that in the workshop, but this is just kind of a highlight. Um, I didn't really know if I wanted to tell this about myself, but I feel like working with NAMI, that me not saying anything is covering it up. Like it's a secret, like I'm embarrassed. It's not something I'm proud of, but it's something, it's just part of who I am. I had no choice in it, you know, with the diagnosis. So it's just who I am. And I definitely appreciate uh, my loved ones, um, you know, my romantically and um, with my friends and um, siblings, like everyone that is in my life, knowing how I can be. And also, I am thankful that I am able to grow from a situation that it wasn't a situation that burned me because, again, if you look it up, people usually with BPD, they don't um, usually have successful relationships. And they say, if you don't work on those things, that you're just pretty much always going to sabotage your relationship. So it's really, um, like I've said before, you got to do the work. Um, it's And if it's something that you've done for so long, it's just there's going to be habits. You're going to do things out of habit. So really checking yourself um, being able to still be there for people when you're going through things and um, that's at any type of relationship, like really being able to do that, even when you're in a funk to just really be supportive because sometimes um, someone just needs to vent. It doesn't always mean their problem needs to be solved. This um, They need to vent. Um, I know that some people will just, if they, if they feel that person's strong enough and they've always they always solve their problems. I'm noticing that too. A lot of people just won't be supportive because they feel that that person's strong enough to deal with their own issues. If they're resourceful and they've dealt with issues in the past, that doesn't mean people are always strong. No one's invincible. Um, you're going to have your moments where you wish you could just talk to someone. You can just vent. It doesn't mean you always have to solve the problem, but you cannot always be strong or you're not Superman, Superwoman, um, whatever the case may be. The point is to be able to be a support system for each other, regardless of what they're going through personally, professionally, 
and um, being there and being a lifeline when things go wrong or they're overwhelming or just checking in regardless, not letting it get to that point where they are overwhelmed, just checking in and being a good friend um, and just being being a good employee, just really maintaining relationships, even if you have to end it, like ending things on a good note versus burning bridges and things like that or um, just having negative uh, taste in your mouth from a situation that didn't work out. Like I said before, every relationship, um, every obstacle, every situation is a lesson and you're going to repeat it until the lesson is learned. Um, so really look at the big picture, self-reflect and um, if you want to move forward and meet those goals, that's the biggest thing in every type of relationship. So with that being said, I'm going to end this here. Um, again, I will be, um, putting up uh, a flyer coming up in the next couple of weeks for the upcoming workshop for you, the RSVP. So make sure to go to, uh, www.speakingqueenservices.com to RSVP. And I think I'll be able to set it up on Facebook as well. And if you haven't, which I don't know why not go on Facebook, speaking queen services, make sure to like, make sure to follow, make sure to spread the word motivation beyond words. Um, if you have any questions, comments, topics, uh, suggestions, go ahead and comment below. Um, if you want to talk to me directly, um, any questions, concerns, comments, uh, speaking queen services at outlook.com. Thanks everyone. Have a nice weekend.